Welcome to Why Am I Losing It, presented by Bosley MD. In today's podcast, Jamie's guest is Janine Farrell of the American Hair Loss Council. This is the first part of a three-part series where we take a deep dive into this nonprofit organization and how it helps connect end consumers with licensed professionals in the hair loss industry. Today's discussion explains why and how to become part of this prestigious organization. Bosley MD is proud to sponsor this podcast in the hopes that it will not only be of great value to salon owners, hairdressers, and barbers, but also to the men and women who struggle with hair loss. And now, here's J.B. Shelton as she welcomes Janine Farrow. Well, welcome to the Why Am I Losing It podcast, our podcast sponsored by Bosley MD and learning all about hair loss. How do we stop it? How do we restore it? Solutions, science, stories behind the chair. So many awesome topics we discuss, and today is no different. I'm JB Shelton. I am your host, and I love doing this because, first of all, I love talking. And number two, I love talking about hair and more specifically about hair loss. As a salon owner and a med spa owner, I've been in the industry for 20 years. I've been a certified hair loss expert for about 12. And I can tell you, as I'm behind the chair and I see you with my team, hair loss is a growing category. It's a growing concern. More and more today, especially since the pandemic, we're seeing it manifest itself in so many different ways for so many different reasons, whether it's medical, whether it's genetic, whether it's hormonal, whether it's postpartum, damaged hair, breaking hair, all of it falls into the category of hair loss. And today I'm really super pumped about our guest, Miss Janine Farrow. She is the administrator and has been with the American Hair Loss Council since 2009. She's got quite an interesting story. I love sharing. I love hearing about people's journeys on finding solutions, not even for themselves, but also maybe for their loved ones, maybe for their friends, maybe for somebody you know. Maybe you heard a story and that got you thinking about hair and it got you thinking about hair loss. And so today with Miss Janine, welcome to the Why Am I Losing It podcast. So nice to have you with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's the J Club. It is, right? Joan, we've got our friend Joan from Bosley MD as well. She's online with us. And then we just got joined by our education director, Miss Colleen Camp. So welcome. Hi, Joan. Hi, Colleen. So nice to have you ladies with us today. But I'm going to turn my focus back to Janine, and I want to talk about the American Hair Loss Council, Janine. And I want to talk about, more importantly, how did you get involved with the American Hair Loss Council? You had mentioned that you're not necessarily a licensed professional in the beauty industry. Stay-at-home mom, raised five kids. How did you become involved with the American Hair Loss Council? Well, I was a stay-at-home mom, but... I, through a previous relationship, he was involved, his mom was actually involved in the American Hair Loss Council, and we owned a graphic design business, and prior to having my children, I was editorial assistant for a magazine owned by Southern Living, so that will come into play later. Five children, detail-oriented, 
my role with the AHLC started as voluntary and then it, as the needs of the organization grew and my skill set matched with what they needed, it just kind of grew. And I'm not a cosmetologist, but I like to hang out with them. They're some of my best friends. I'm not going to lie. We are amazing humans. You really are. And I think <laughs> one of the things that's kept me in the industry or that keeps me, I guess, my heart connected is I remember... When I first started seeing this person and sitting in the chair, my cosmetologist or my hairstylist, and I said, this guy I'm seeing is moms in the American Hair Loss Council. I said, what do you do with your clients who are losing their hair? And she's like, I don't know. It surprised me at how it still is and still can be a very private issue and not something that everyone wants to talk about with their hair loss. But Meeting people, our, our members, we are a nonprofit membership organization for people who help the end consumer with their hair loss needs. And so the passion that our members have for helping people, if you're in the beauty industry, you want to help people, you want to help them look better, feel better, but it's like a next level when it's a need and you're losing your hair and you don't know what to do. So I host an annual conference and it is for members only, but the connection, the people that you meet that are passionate and kind and just driven to help other people. A lot of people get into this industry as I've learned over the years, because sometimes they struggle with hair loss themselves. Some people will have a client sitting in their chair saying, I'm about to lose my hair going through chemo. I don't know what to do. And some of our members have said, that's how they got into it. I don't know what to do for you, but we'll, I promise we'll find a solution and walk this together. Janine, and I love how you've so organically put it together because it's true. And to your statement about hairstylist, hairstylist, we were taught a little bit about hair loss in beauty school. They talk about miniaturization of the hair follicle, but that's kind of where it started and that's where it stopped. Because, of course, we all thought we were going to be rock stars and everybody was going to have hair and we would never be worried about not having hair. And now, post-pandemic, we're seeing now more than ever, nearly every human that comes in the door, even I've got a 19-year-old male that has the full-blown onset of genetic hair loss. Very distressing, very distressing for humans. And so back to your other point, as cosmetologists, I would say 99.9% of cosmetologists get into that field because they love helping people. They want to make people feel good about themselves. They want to restore confidence. And hair is one of the first places to start. It's really important that stylists have to know that there are options available and that they can offer it. And it's not intimidating. I think the girl that I was talking about earlier is, I think it's somewhat can be intimidating because they don't want to lose their client. And so I think getting the extra training, the extra knowledge to say, no, I can help you. I don't have to send you somewhere else is a huge asset to any stylist. And you're absolutely right. And that's one of the reasons I jumped on board about 12 years ago with Bosley yeah. MD, because I saw a growing need at that time. And honestly, I saw the growing need in my own self after having twins, after having three children, getting around the age of 40, at least above 35. And some of those statistics we know around science, fat starts playing an impact on everyone's hair. And it is intimidating. Stylists don't realize how much science we use with color and geometry we use with cutting. And so it can be a little intimidating. And a lot of times they'll just say, well, I'll send you to your dermatologist, et cetera, et cetera. 
but it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. So how long has the American Hair Loss Council been in effect? They've been in existence since the 80s, and they have just have gone through seasons of lack where there's been a small group and resurgence of growth, just as any organization does, but have stayed very consistent since the 80s. We host an annual conference, we publish a magazine, we have an online forum for our members. So tell me, how does an end consumer, someone looking for solutions, how do they get in touch or how do they get involved with the American Hair Loss Council? So we are a membership organization for cosmetologists who help people with hair loss. So our goal or our main focus is connecting the end consumer to people who offer solutions to them. We're, it's interesting, we're rebranding our website and our members are our focus, but the focus for our members is to get people in their chairs to help them with their hair loss. So it's that connection between, oh my gosh, I'm losing my hair, what do I do? Here's an expert for you. It sounds like you're kind of a, a local hub, kind of almost like if you had an app, a local app that you wanted to find to look for certain solutions. So you're connecting consumers with cosmetologists. Yes. Well, it sounds like I need to be a member. I'm putting this down on my to-do list today to become <laughs> a member. Let's say I've got some cosmetologists listening today. and We generally have consumers and professionals on the other side of this podcast. Where do we go if we want to become a member? You go to ahlc.org and you become a member. We have a very reasonable annual fee and that kind of just keeps the lights on and the website going. We have two kinds of membership. Well, really three. There's vendors. I don't like Bosley MD is one of our vendors who's, who supply the cosmetologist. And then for cosmetologists, the two level of memberships are it's called a retail member. And it's funny because we've gone through like, how do we reword that? But retail where you have a brick and mortar where some people come in and get their hair loss, their needs met. The requirements for that are to be a salon owner and with two years minimum experience. We have a newer program that's called sponsored member for people who are just getting into it and maybe don't own their own studio, but they're called a sponsored member. And the difference is, is that the sponsored members are not listed on our directory for referrals on our website because they don't feel comfortable seeing clients it for hair loss needs yet. I see yeah. they're just kind of getting their feet wet, so to speak, getting seeing yeah. the need, wanting to learn more, but not quite where they want to be as far as that expert level with experience. Now, you mentioned you've got a, a magazine or a quarterly newsletter. What is that called and who does that go to? Probably a 38 to 40, well, like 40 page publication generally. And it's quarterly. It is all things hair restoration. We direct mail to about 2,000 studios across the U.S. It's published online. It's a valuable resource. You all are one of the few industries that still, you're very tactile, you work with your hands, and people still want a hard copy magazine. And so although we publish online, you can view all the past issues. It's also a great resource because we try to do like some tips and tricks. We do some how-tos. 
we have a variety of articles that we publish, but many members say, oh yeah, I saved mine and I refer to them. So some are just more news type. We try to provide really good information relevant to the hair restoration industry. Now that's amazing. It's like you said, it's a hub of information. Now does this link quarterly newsletter magazine, does it go out to just your members or do you also send it to previous consumers? We have a mailing list of studios that we mail across. We, I wish everyone ever, all 2000 were members, but for now, but it's direct mailed to our members and to kind of as a marketing tool, as an information tool. Let me ask you this. What does this conference, you have an annual conference, and I know Bosley MD was part of it this past September, is that yep. correct? Yep. And we actually had our education director, Ms. Colleen Camp, she actually spoke at this conference. And from what I understood, she wowed the crowd and had quite a, a big fanfare going on of host event questions and people just wanting to get more of Colleen and her, her experience in education. Janine, at this conference, would we expect consumers or consumers and Cosmos? What does that look like? It is a cosmetologist members only conference. Our members can bring their staff, but the value of that is the connections that our members make, that were new members, old members, that it's kind of an unspoken or a, um, a benefit that's intrinsic. People like you may not connect with, well, you'll connect, but you won't become best friends with your competition that's across the street. But you can become best friends with somebody in another state, another city, because it's not threatening. And um, one of the groups that we had speak was called Find Your Tribe. And it was a group of, I believe it was eight women who connected through our conference. And I think at a couple other conferences, but also ours, and they've become really good friends. They do trips together. They text each other every day or every other, run problems by each other. Hey, do you guys can't get this adhesive to stick or I'm having trouble with this system? And so that's a huge benefit of coming to our conference that's not necessarily publicized. But what we publicize is that we have about 22 vendors in the hair restoration industry. They display, they teach, we have all kinds of classes. We provide the meals. It's a great event. It's three days and we pack it full of stuff for people to benefit. But it is just for our members and their staff. It kind of sounds like it's a hair show or a beauty show, but really laser beamed focus to only be dealing with talking about solutions, science, stories of hair loss and what people are experiencing and seeing out in the field, which I love. I'm kind of hair loss guru, and I don't know that there's anything like that beyond what I've experienced within our own Bosley MD company. There's um, not. We are the only trade show like this. Some of our vendors too offer, whether it's marketing or software, but it's focused on anything that will help the hair restoration expert. And that's the, the big draw for our vendors is that it's your target market. It's people and it's decision makers, it's studio owners that come. And so I think that's also the benefit of that networking too, is that you're talking to other studio owners who you can bounce ideas off of. 
get support from that kind of thing. Yeah, just kind of filling your cup up. And that's so important for professionals, isn't it? Especially salon owners and stylists, if you're a solopreneur, does kind of get lonely out there by yourself and you feel like, does anybody care? Where am I at? You know? It really does. It no, really, it's really does. so true. And so I love hearing this. And you do this annually. So it only happens one time per year. Is that correct, Janine? Yes. Now, let me ask you this question. For consumers that are listening, Mm-hmm. What if I'm someone who's struggling with hair loss, male, female, non-gender specific, non-age specific, and I want to say, okay, I've got to find somebody in my area. How can they utilize the American Hair Loss Council to find a professional to help guide them through their journey? You go to ahlc.org and you cover it there at the top. It says find a hair loss expert. You can put in your zip code and you can find one of our members that you can put a mile radius in there or a specific city. Well, it sounds like this is a perfect match of Bosley MD and the American Hair Loss Council because what you're doing and some of what we're doing kind of lays or overlays one another to work mm-hmm. together. Now, I'm going to turn over my mic a little bit. Colleen and Joan, what kind of questions do you all have that I haven't touched base on for Miss Janine today? First of all, just love to thank Janine for what you're doing for our industry. Nobody else is doing what you're doing, and we have experienced your conference firsthand, and it truly is a very, very rich event with content and learning and camaraderie. But what you're doing for humans out there is unlike anything that I've ever seen before. So just want to tell you, thank you for what you're doing and the opportunity to ask a question. um, I would just love to maybe get your insight as to where you see the future going as far as the American Hair Loss Council, stylist, consumers, do you think that it's going to open up and that it's going to be more a talked about subject? Or do you think it's going to end up still being a very, very private conversation? And kind of where do you see the the trend going? The trend for the open discussion for end consumer? I don't, and this is my personal experience and what I've seen and talked to, I don't see it ever being destigmatized for sure. And But I don't think I will ever see anyone really like, oh, I love to talk about my hair loss. There's different categories too, I'm sure you all know, but for people listening, what alopecia is very different than someone losing their hair due to a medical condition like going through chemo. And the needs for those two clients are very different. A chemo client will get their hair back. Somebody with alopecia or genetic hair loss, they probably won't. So I think it, the, the conversation is different depending on the hair loss reason, but I think it is a definitely a more putting it out there that there are solutions. I think that's, I think before you came on, I was saying we're rebranding our website. And I think the biggest thing for me is that to connect that end consumer, oh my gosh, I'm losing my hair. I don't know what to do. I need somebody that can help me. Well, who is that? And so I think that's, that's the goal of, of the American Hair Loss Council is to connect those people. And our conference is definitely a trade show for the hair restoration expert or somebody who wants to learn. That's our vibe and that's what we're sticking with. 
laser beam focus, staying in your lane, doing what you do best, not trying to do one million things. And as a professional, I've got to tell you, that's one of the reasons I joined forces with Bosley MD 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was laser beam focused, easy to understand, easy to use, not complicated, not 18 steps in a day. It was easy for me to explain it to my guests, my clients, them to understand. And then I also learned about what was lurking beneath the scalp when it comes to genetics, hormonal, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said, Janine, touching based on those difficult conversations getting back to cosmetologists only wanting to make people happy and feel good. This is one of those moments where empathy and compassion really play a huge role in your ability to succeed with restoration, with solutions, whatever that may be, whatever path they may take. And there are a lot of them out there. I would absolutely tell anyone listening, if you are struggling with hair loss, struggle no more. We have so many solutions, no matter where you're at in your stage of loss and density reduction, we can help you. So thank you, Janine. Appreciate that. And thank you for that great question, Colleen. Joan, you were the reason we're all here together. You brought us all together today, Joan. So thank you. As a <laughs> as a podcast host, it gets difficult finding a lot of people that want to talk about hair loss. So I appreciate my team out here at Bosley MD on the field, working, supporting me. And thank you, Joan, for bringing the lovely Janine with us today. Joan, do you have any further comments or questions I've missed? I am in the same camp as Colleen. I want to thank Janine for, for doing what she does for the industry. We were there for three days, and the attendees were kind and patient, inquisitive. I had people coming up showing me actual case studies of the people they were trying to help. It's a very real, safe, interactive, wonderful experience. I wish that all of the shows that are out there would be like this show. It's a gift to attend. And there were no inebriated out-of-it hairdressers There was none of that party stuff going on. They were very focused. And the menu of opportunity is very rich. And to know that Janine put all of that together for three days and then emceed and hosted a lot of the sessions in the conference room and still look like a million bucks by the third day is amazing. So um, it was a pleasure to participate. Thank you for those kind words. I have, I do have to say, I am part of a board of directors and they help and they are very beneficial. They all own studios. So this is my full-time job. So I would be remiss if I didn't thank the board because they do definitely play a big part in this as well. We can all say as leaders in the industry, nobody does it alone. That's why the community is so important. We're going to end this part But we're going to be back together again for two more sessions, right? So I'm going to give a little teaser out there for those folks that are listening. We're going to be talking about more on the history of the American Hair Loss Council. How did it start? When did it start? Who started it? Why did they start it? And then we're going to be talking about some stories, leaving names and faces removed for those that are innocent, as they always say, but talking about some of the stories that you've heard, Janine, some of those that are really heart-wrenching that touched you 
and how the American Hair Loss Council has absolutely helped those consumers and those professionals connect and really start changing lives. I just got chills because that is what we're trying to do. We want people to know you do not have to struggle with hair loss. So if you are struggling and you want to point, it's like, where do I start? Go to ahlc.org. And that's the American Hair Loss Council website. There you can find a pro. You can become a member. You can review their quarterly newsletter, the link. You can also get on their mailing list for future correspondence so you can stay in touch and in tune with what's going on. You can also see highlights from our previous conference and see pictures. You might see a couple of people on our little call here. Oh, the call. Well, we already know Colleen is famous, okay? Yeah. And there's nothing I love more than seeing my friends' moments of their fame. It makes me feel good because I like being famous too, for good reasons anyway. And our show wouldn't be proper without thanking our sponsor, Bosley MD, which is why we're all here together. It's why Joan and I have worked together for over a dozen years. And Colleen and I are treading the way for more to come. BosleyMD.com. You can also find a hair loss expert through our software channels, through our programs as well there. And then you can also find who is a vendor of BosleyMD if you're looking to purchase this product and learn more about it. Thank you so much, Janine. Thank you. I appreciate you. I'm looking forward to our next session. We'll be putting this out in the queue soon as well to get together and discuss more from the road. And that's what we like. And that's what our consumers and our listeners, they want to know what's going on out there because basically nobody wants to feel alone. There is camaraderie in knowing other people are going through what you're going through. You're not alone and there are solutions. So thank you so much listeners. And thank you again, Bosley MD. Thank you, Colleen Camp, Joan Myers, and our guest, Janine Farrow. I'm J.B. Shelton. Thank you all for listening and take care and grow hair. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope you'll join us for our next podcast. And be sure to check out all of our past podcasts. For more information about Bosley MD, you'll find us online at bosleymd.com. That's B-O-S-L-E-Y-M-D.com. And, of course, all social media. Feel free to send your questions and comments to info at bosleymd.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>